Hello, person, and welcome to Anthem of Life. I'm your host, Douglas Sarine. This episode was recorded in the food court of the Glendale Galleria Mall in Glendale, California. If there's one thing I'm guilty of, it's loving trivia. And I admit that I often use it to try and get a conversation going with a stranger. So I was sitting kind of diagonally from this gal in the food court who was wearing a JCPenney name tag. And a piece of trivia that I know is that the guy who started JCPenney his name was James Cash Penny. That was his real name. Her name tag said Jenny. And so I said, is Jenny your real name? Because, and before I could finish that sentence, folks, if looks could kill, you'd be listening to a dead man right now. She gave me a glare, a genuine soul penetrating glare. And although my attempt at trivia conversation starting failed, we did start talking and I had a wonderful conversation with quote-unquote, Jenny. Enjoy. <laughs> well, Jenny, that was a, a little bit of an awkward start. Yeah, my name's not Jenny. Um, I know my name tag says Jenny, but there's just, um, we have a bunch of name tags in the break room, and so sometimes I like to mix it up, and I don't always like people to know my real name. Is it okay if I just call you Jenny for the purposes of our conversation? Oh, my God. Yeah, you can. Fine. You know what? Call me Jenny. That's fine. I, I can call you. No, call me Jenny. That's what my name tag says. Just call me Jenny. Again, this has been so. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Do you know my sister? I don't know your sister. I, I okay, just... great. That's all I wanted to know. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I just came across you. and You've never seen her. She works at JCPenney as well. Oh. And sometimes people know that we're sisters. Does she look like you? Or yeah, you we get... kind of look alike. Oh, okay. I will say I might have interacted with your sister. I don't recall if I if I did. And I think you would recall. Are you in a committed relationship? Yes, I am. I've Great. got a wife. Thank you. We can continue talking. Oh, okay. I, I just have some... Um, well, I, let me just say this, yeah. Jenny. It looked like you were having a rough day because you were doing the thing where you had uh, two French fries and you were eating them... From both sides of your mouth. So you were like, kind of yeah, like, I made fangs with them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I dip them in ketchup and, and then, pretend that it's blood. That's the most fun way for me to eat French fries. I was morose. What's got you morose today? Working in the J.C. Penny portrait studio seems like a dream job. Everyone thinks that. Sure. It's smiles and it's families and... Well, is it? Is it smiles? Is it families? Because honestly, these days, it's mostly just babies and dogs. The only reason that we still exist is because babies and dogs cannot take selfies of themselves. But pretty sure that's probably coming with AI and everything. And you're going to see a lot of baby selfies and probably some dog selfies. And then honestly, I'm going to be out of a job. And it's not like I love this job. And working with my sister can be a real pain in the ass. Are you guys both in the portrait studio or is she in the... She works in lingerie, which is literally right next to the portrait studio. I don't know why it's laid out that way. That's an odd layout. Yeah, it is. Does the company tell you how to sh take the pictures or do you get to apply your own creativity to it? 
There's a whole guide on how to take the photos, but I honestly like to branch out on my own and sort of do it my own way, like take it a little bit off center or, um, you know, put a little like Vaseline on the lens if the baby's kind of ugly. There are some props that I like to wrap around a baby. Like I have some beads, I have a feather boa, um, and I use those for the dogs too. I wipe them between babies and dogs, so don't worry about that. And yeah. please don't get on my case about it. I was not going to get on your case about it. You do got to be careful that you don't want a baby to swallow a, a boa or a Yeah, they a love bead. trying to swallow the boa. And so I've had to yank feathers out of a baby's throat more times than I care to recollect. But if it's a great pick, it's worth it, right? Yeah. Sometimes they do look pretty cute. You're like, what's that baby doing wearing a feather boa? That's a prop for a much more mature person than a baby. Yeah, I like to use them. It makes the babies laugh. And like I said, they do like to try to swallow them. So that's kind of fun for a minute. So your sister, uh, her name is? Deborah. Deborah. And is that her real name or is that her JCPenney name? No, that's her real name. Okay. Did you get her the job? Did she get you the job? Did you go in together? Well, actually, we decided to apply at the same time and we thought we wouldn't get hired at the same place. I was hoping to work at Hot Dog on a Stick because I really like the hat. Oh, the hat and the lemonade. I mean... Watching someone make the lemonade, it just looks so fun to work there where they're doing the little plunger. It looks like a lot of fun. And I I guess I was kind of surprised that they hired us to work at JCPenney at the same time. And I know why they put Deborah in lingerie, right? It's like she's very like, I don't know if you've, if you've seen her, like she's very popular. It's kind of. Older, younger. We are actually two days apart. We were twins, but my mother was in labor for kind of a long time after I came out. Uh So you're the older sister. Yeah, slightly older. Just two days older. We're not identical, though. Uh, Did you ever find out why you didn't get hired hot dog on a stick? Um, Well, actually, Deborah and I both applied there, too. And she got hired at hot dog on a stick. And I didn't. And I made her promise not to work there because it would upset me too much. And so she said she would come to JCPenney and work with me, even though she didn't really want to. I don't know why they didn't choose me. Well, that sounds like a really nice sisterly thing for Deborah to do. Does it? Yeah. You said it would hurt, it would hurt me if you worked there. And so, so she didn't. She didn't take that job. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, it's just Deborah's um somehow like things always have a way of becoming about Deborah. Well, you know what? For the rest of our conversation, let's try to not talk about she who shall not be named. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right. So you say, "Hey, I don't want to work at JCPenney. Where do you want to work? Is hot dog on a stick your ultimate goal in life?" No. I mean, I do love hot dogs, but I think if I had my way, I would be the manager of a local public radio station. Do do you listen to, uh, well, I guess it used to be KPCC. If you're asking if I listen to public radio, I don't really because I get too jealous. When I listen to it, I get upset that I'm not working for public radio. And so I kind of just listen to 104.7 The Wave. And then Deborah and I ride to work a lot and she likes to monopolize the car radio. And so sometimes we'll listen to uh, whatever serious XM station she's into on that particular day. I don't care what Deborah likes to listen to. Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah. I'll tell you this. 
I uh, used to work on my college radio station and I had such a good time and I've always been looking to catch that vibe again, which is why I'm doing this. <laughs> That's I, I, cool. I'm doing podcasting because I want to have conversations with interesting people like yourself. I'm. Uh, I, it's it's really nice to hear you say that you think I'm interesting. I just work at JCPenney. So, you know. I think you sound like a nice person. Thanks. And I think you sound like a person who genuinely wants to go out and live their best life. You know, actually, I think about that a lot. I do kind of want to get out there and live my best life. The problem is, you know, um, I know I'm not supposed to bring her up, but the truth is I feel like um, I feel like it'd be really hard for me to do something out there in the world without Deborah. You know, people always think of us together and we've always sort of been together and worked together. And um, I, I'd, I'd like to be seen as my own person for sure. But it's like I don't really know what that looks like. You know, wow. well, let's try and build a Jenny that is separate from that other person. How do we do that? You wake up in the morning. Yeah. You live in a world in which there is no your sister. Okay. I'm, I'm really trying not to say your name. Okay. <laughs> you wake up tomorrow. It is just you. What do you have for breakfast? Eggs. Eggs. Wait, hang on. No, actually, I don't really like eggs, but we do have eggs a lot. Not because I like them, but because someone else likes them. But I'll have cereal instead. Yeah. I'm going to have um, some peanut butter Captain Crunch. That sounds delicious. Yeah. You jump in the car. Mm -hmm. What type of car do you have? Oh, wow. Um, gosh, if it's just me. Um, maybe some kind of like Kia, not fully loaded, but, you know, something that's um, dependable and you know, worth the money and keeps its resale value. Look at that. That's a smart play right there. Thank you. Yeah. You hop in that and you flip on your tunes. Uh -huh. What do you listen to? You listen to the wave or? Oh, no, actually, I guess I would probably be listening to Vivaldi, The Four Seasons. I'm so sorry. I'm thinking about Deborah. I'm thinking about Deborah right now. I can't stop thinking about her. <laughs> oh, I'm like, no. what would she want to do? Oh, like, no. I just, no, I know. I'm sorry. That's like, that sucks. But it's like, also, it's like everything that I just said is all stuff that Deborah doesn't like. And so I feel weird saying it. But I, it also makes me feel really happy inside. Like, there's like bubbles coming up on my inside, like like um, fizzy water. <laughs> I mean, we didn't get too far into the day. So. Oh, right. I guess you're right. We only get to like but the morning but but deborah snuck in there and she <laughs> yeah she always does you know it's like you turn around and she's just right there she's standing right there wow she's always just right there now this is something that i've heard come up with twins before mm -hmm. the dating life uh -huh. of twins can get complicated because wow you're kind I? of in the same pool yeah yeah. You're in the same grade. You're kind of maybe running into the same people. Yeah. Actually, what happens a lot is that um, my sister will have a boyfriend. And then when she gets done with him, she passes him off to me. So she's like, I don't want this one. Do you want him? I'm like, well, if he's right there. You know, because then it saves me the trouble of like going out to find like he already knows what I look like because I look like her. And so it's kind of like, why not? It just it's just such a time saver. Do you like these people or I mean, have you what, uh, the, the guys that she's dated? Yeah. It seems like you're not really making the choice for yourself. Well, when, when when it first started happening, I said it was odd, but Deborah said it was not weird and I should just go for it. And um, I guess it just kind of became the status quo after a while, you know. But do I like these guys? Not necessarily. Like, it is sort of like they're okay, but also the thing is, 
my sister has a real big mouth, right? So when she's dating the, these guys, she tells me everything that's wrong with them. Mm. And she's a pretty pessimistic person. So by the time they get to me, I only know the bad things about them. And I've really got my eye out for that. So I'm kind of ready to break up with them before I even get together with them. How, what's the longest any of those relationships have lasted? Gosh, I want to say like 18 hours because like, yeah, that was, I had a lot of coffee and I didn't sleep a lot that day. So you would consider 18 hours a long-term relationship for you? Or? For me, definitely. Because I can go as short as like 20 minutes. Would you say that you date them? Or what's the term that, that people use these days? When we say we're talking to each other, we're, we're talking. You're talking to each other. Yeah. Because I hear people say like, oh, we're hanging out. Yeah. Um, it could also be called a situationship. And the situation is my sister just dumped you. But here I am, like literally standing right here. Just a proximity. <laughs> yeah, just Situ like nearby. Because, um, you know, she and I share a car, so... When someone says, oh, I want to get with you, does that just mean sex or does that mean, oh, I'd like to get with you and have a conversation and maybe develop a meaningful relationship? Uh, I don't know um, if people really have conversations anymore. I feel like this is probably the first conversation I've had in literal like years. When they say, I want to get with you, generally it means some kind of nudity is involved. And it, that depends. Everyone's different. Everyone's different. So how are you communicating with people if you're not having conversations? Are you just texting emojis, um, looks, you know, just like sort of a look across the table or whatever? Like I said, some of these relationships are not long. Sometimes I'm writing it on a piece of paper and shoving it across the table. Sometimes I'm texting it. Sometimes I'm whispering it in my sister's ear and she will tell them for me. Is your sister usually around? Oh, definitely. During the full duration of this well, relationship? Well, she wants to make sure that like my relationship with them does not go farther than her relationship with them did. Okay, I wasn't even going to tell you this, but her general rule is that my relationship has to be half as long as hers was. So let's say, you know, if my relationship is 18 hours, that means hers was like 36. She says she already figured out everything that's wrong with them and she does not want me to waste my time. Here we are talking about Deborah again. I oh, I, I fell down the rabbit hole. I, it's, I, I'm sorry. You know what? That's me. That's on me. That's on me. No, um, that's on me. She just finds her way in, you know? <laughs> Deborah. Yeah. I haven't even met her and I'm, I'm starting and to not like her. you obsessed with her? No. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. Okay. Not a fan. You say that now. So would you say you're someone who believes in love? I don't know exactly what that is, right? Do you believe in love? Well, like, show me something that I can believe in. Like, people are like, oh, do you believe in God? Well, I know what God is. He's a guy with white hair who lives in the sky. But what is love? Like, people are like, oh, love is like when you're with your best friend. Well, I have a best friend. It's my sister. I don't want to be around her all the time. Okay, well, what is love? Oh, it's like when you uh, when you care so much about someone that it hurts inside. Yeah, had that too. Don't like it. So, like, what who'd am you, I supposed to? Who'd you have that to? with? Deborah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I had it with Deborah. And this is just me. I only know you as well as this conversation. Uh huh. I'd love for you to find love, um, or at least to find your own definition of love. Okay. I mean, I guess I wouldn't, I don't know, maybe I would be into that. But like I said, I don't even really know what it is. So where do you look for something when you don't even know what it is? Let me think about that. I mean, it's definitely not hanging out in the portrait studio. I'll tell you that much. Like AI is coming. It really is. Yeah. 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 And, and good or for good or bad. 
Yeah, and it's probably going to take over lingerie too. Have you heard about the singularity? Um, what's that? It's like when technology and uh, human become indistinguishable from each other, when they kind of like merge together. Oh, wow. If, I, how am I supposed to look for love when I've got that on my mind? Well, we might all just become one thing together. So you and your sister and everyone that works at JCPenney might just become all the same mind. Oh, my God. Please, no. I really don't want that. I don't want to be one with my sister. People already want that for us, and I don't want it. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I No, it's okay. I just... I meant to encourage you down the path of being No, it's fine. Person. I do, like, she's my sister. I love her. Okay. Like, I just need a little bit of... I don't know. I'm starting to think I need a little bit of space. Okay. Take, take, take a sip. Eat a couple fries. <laughs> Jenny. Oh, <laughs> We're talking, and I see that your eyes keep going over to hot dog on a stick. Yeah, sorry about that. It's just the colors are so eye-catching, um, and I, I just really wish that I worked there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know that uh, guy that's working? Charles. I, I don't know. Is yeah, that that's Charles, Charles. That's working? Yeah, there? he's the manager. He's cute. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, wait, I'm sorry. I'm just going to look around for a second and make sure that my sister's not around to hear me say that. Um, He's... Yeah, he I don't is, see I mean, anybody that looks like you right around us. He's fine. I just don't want her to hear me say that because if she knows that there's something that I want, then she's going to get to it first. So um, I just I haven't really told anyone that I um, because if I say that I think that someone is cute or I want something then um, it's probably going to um, just kind of get like snatched right out from under me. So um, he's fine. He's fine. But I don't think about him and he's definitely cute. not. He OK, you don't have to say that so loud. Oh, I'm sorry. He's cute. Yeah, look at him in that hat. Like, a lot of people couldn't carry that off. It's a big hat. Because he's got that little blonde hair that's peeking out from underneath the Yeah, hat. he looks like he belongs on, like, a paint can or something. Like, he looks really good. I, I'm i just um, sorry. I'm so nervous. I'm really nervous about saying that because um, I just worry that it's going to get out there somehow. And then um, I'll be, you know. Uh, for, you know what? I don't even, I don't even, um, I don't even think he's that cute. Actually. I prefer guys with long black hair. I don't know. He's pretty adorable. I know. He really is. I mean, he's, um, is, is he, that why you wanted to work at hot dog on a stick? Well, no, like not initially. No, it was genuinely because of my love of hot dogs. But then when I met Charles and he interviewed me, I was like, oh my God, if I don't work here, I might die. The thing is I don't work there and I haven't died. So I was wrong, but I still, um, you know, I think about like they said, come back and reapply in like six months, and um, I might, I might do that. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, here's a little ray of sunshine. Your sister did work there, and she didn't date Charles yet. Yet. You think if she finds out that you're interested? Yes. yes. She seems like a nice person. She quit the job, but I think it's only because she wanted to know what I was up to in the portrait studio, and. You know, like I said, the guys that she dates, like she likes to date them first and then she makes sure that I get them like after she gets them. So I don't date anyone first. I feel like maybe also she would try to if I if I did try to date Charles. I think there's part of her that might try to break us up so that she could date him and then she could give him back to me. Do you really think that Deborah would be that way? I know she would. Oh, boy. I know she would. That's a knife's edge right there. That's a that's a tough one. I'm constantly dancing on a knife's edge. What if you and I. Mm -hmm. Go over there right now. Oh, my God. I'll play lookout. I don't know. 
Do you remember the beginning of our conversation? Do you remember how awkward that was? Yeah, I do. And I was like, I should turn and run. I was like, no. I'm gonna talk to this person. It looks like they're having a bad day. I guess. I guess I could. I don't know. I mean, what if I? What if I did? Oh, how do I break the ice? Do I talk about hot dogs? Do I talk about his hat? What do I say? Well, I mean, you know, I love trivia. Yeah. Do you think mm-hmm. that in order to break the ice, I should bring up my sister Deborah? Because guys seem to like like no. <laughs> when I talk when we the two of us because they they think that you know they want you know I have heard it before that. You know, guys are very into like, you know, um, they're sort of like into like the idea of like, you know, dating sisters. Dating sisters? Yeah. It happens so often, more often than you would think. I would think that that doesn't happen very often. But I mean, I understand like if if two sisters look alike that, yeah. that a person could have a boner physical attraction right. to them. But it, yes. but it probably, uh, but once you get to know the person, everybody's an individual. Everybody's their own person. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You know what? Fine. Let's do it. Let's. Yeah. Um, let's go. And so I'll, I'm going to keep lookout. Okay. For somebody that looks kind of like you. Yes. And you're gonna just strike up a conversation with Charles and say, "Hey, I don't know if I'm you remember." Like, me. hey, um, hot dogs, right? Yeah. Did you know hot dog on a stick was started by a lumberjack? What? That's not true. Yeah. He didn't. He had a bunch of uh, small pieces of wood that he needed to get uh, rid of. And he had a, a lot of hot dogs. I think he met somebody with hot dogs. He was like, oh, I could put these little hot dogs on a stick. He brought sticks to hot dogs. Hot dogs already existed. They were doing just fine. Wait, is that what love looks like? Like one person has too many hot dogs and the other person has too many sticks? I'm not sure I've ever heard love defined that way. And that's what makes you unique. Now, So the- no, you don't like that. You I, don't like that analogy. I'm still I just do. wondering. I don't know what love is. That might be love. I'm not saying I know what love is. I'm not saying you're going to fall in love. I'm already Charles. in love with Charles. Oh my God, I just said it out loud. <gasps> there it is. You just realized what love is. Yeah, I guess I figured it out. Well, let's go over there and make it happen. All right. Um, now, the big question. Mm-hmm. Are you going to introduce yourself as Jenny or are you going to use your real name? You know what? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna use my real name. All right. You might want to take off the name tag because that's that could be confusing. Okay. And just say, "Hi, Charles. Hey, here's a fun fact about hot dog on a stick. I bet you didn't know. It works for me all the time. Well, you've actually used that one before. Not the hot dog on a stick, but I, you know, trivia. It's a great way to break the ice. All right. I'll try it. All right. Let's go. Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthem of Life. Our show is completely improvised and produced by me, Douglas Sarine, along with Mary Pat Farrell and Sarah Atwood Sarine. Our theme song was produced by the talented Ben Wise. You can find his most recent album, In the Stars Tonight, at benwise.bandcamp.com. I recently saw him live. He's an electric performer. If you ever have the chance to see him live, I highly recommend it. Additional music provided by Icarus. A special note of gratitude to Zabeth Russell for having some fun with us as Jenny from the song Deborah. Zabeth is a Los Angeles-based actress, writer, improviser, and lyricist originally from Monrovia, Indiana. She has appeared in numerous films and TV shows, including The Office, Days of Our Lives, Modern Family, and Mystic River. She's also half of the band Casual Young Italians. Find her on Instagram at thatzabeth, at communitybookroundup, and at Casual Young Italians. Inspiration for this episode came from the song Deborah by Beck. There's more info about that danceable ditty in this episode's liner notes. Please take a moment to rate and review our show on Apple Podcast. It helps to amplify the anthem 
and we'd sure appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at Anthem of Life Podcast. Give us a follow and let us know what you love about Jenny, not what you love about Deborah. Until next time, we wish you a life worth singing about. We'll be right back. 